Hey love, and welcome to the Love Niche Podcast. It's a billion podcasts to listen to, and the universe guided you right here to this one. It's 8 billion people in the world, yet you met me, and that is not by happen chance. This is a divine meeting, and may we guide each other well. I am in this world, but I'm not of it. On this podcast, you'll hear topics about both worlds, spiritual and earthly. My goal is to keep learning, evolving, and spreading love. Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of the Love Niche Podcast. We're going to continue with part two of the different leadership styles. And here we go. The next leadership style is the bureaucratic. The next leadership style is bureaucratic. So bureaucratic leaders rely on rules, regulation, and hierarchy to lead. Some positives for a bureaucratic leader would be they are structured and organized. They have a clear hierarchy. However, they are slow to adapt and it stifles creativity. So again, if God created and we were created in God's image, we're supposed to be creating at any job that tries to take away your creativity ability. They're like going against God. Like, if everyone was the same, we wouldn't have new creations, new inventions, new anything. By allowing people the freedom and flexibility to create new ways of thinking, new ideas, new rules, it allows for growth and advancement and change. And I'll just never get why people, like, hate that. Like, as a Libra, my sign changes. I forgot what she said I am. But it means I go with the change. So we change from from summer to fall and from fall to winter. So I'm on the cusp of change. Like, I don't want it to be too hot. I don't want it to be too cold. I like it to be just right. And I, in every job I've ever had, I have been put there to teach whoever would listen to welcome change I remember um, I did my resume and it had my picture and it was colorful and it was new and oh no change it it's supposed to be black and white well guess how resumes look today I just be ahead of my time and I hate it <laughs> I'm mean, like what are you hating for so um, when I left IRS we were using like the black and green system I'm like what the hell why are we still using this old ass system like y'all need to hire Google and Apple to like come in here fix these systems like if their systems are better than yours maybe they should be government and you shouldn't you know what I mean like if they are more advanced than you then how can you lead them you know what I mean? If your child is driving better than you, why are you driving? Get in the passenger seat and let your child drive. You get what I'm saying? So when I left, they were awarded like a billion dollars for change and stuff. But every meeting I went to, I was trying to explain like, this is old. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, come on. Like, I was so ready for my generation to take over. Like, sometimes when you be in roles for so long, you don't want nothing to change. You're just good with, you know, if it ain't fixed, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But that's not how life is. There's change. Look how many times the cell phone changed. Look how many times the the style of homes have changed. Look how many times the car has changed. Like everything should change. Everything. Nothing should remain the same. We went from horses to steel cars to all these cars we have now, luxury cars. And guess what's on the new frontier? Flying cars. Okay. And guess what's going to come after that? Space, family, spaceship. So we're going to be going from planet to planet. And guess what's going to be after that? We're going to be going into wormhole. Like it's always going to, you can't be scared of it. It's inevitable. The best thing you can do is start working on it now and be the, front, the first one to, you know, accomplish it. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen with or without you. So might as well be with. But... Yeah, just make sure whatever job you have, you're creative. If you do work at a call center, be you. Answer the phone like only you can do. Add your personality. Add your own stuff. Make it fun. Um, Know the experiences that you've had on the phone and make sure no one else experiences them. Just like that. You could could add your own persona, energy, chi, creativity to anything. Um, You're just able to do a lot more when you have your own business. So let me scroll down. So 
some strengths of a bureaucratic leader would be They are structured and organized. They have a clear hierarchy. However, some negatives, they're slow to adapt, which stifles creativity. It's going to always be a no for me when it comes to that. Anything that takes away from creativity, uh, no. Even, even though they give you an illusion that you have it, even though you don't. That was number eight. Okay, so... A periodic example of a leader will be Max Weber who was a sociologist um 31 okay so which one didn't they do they took one away okay and then the next one would be adaptive so adaptive leaders they adjust their styles to fit different situations and challenges I think that's a good good type of leader to be because you never know what's going to be thrown at you and if you're so used to things being one way and they go another way you're going oh, 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 to crash like you have to be able to say okay this is happening okay let's just let's just roll with it we can't you know we can't see still so some positives for an adaptive leader is they are flexible with their leadership they are effective in any changing environments and some negatives would be they lack consistency and they have unclear directions so i wouldn't say they lack consistency but since they're so used to change i would have said there's a lack of consistent leadership style because it's gonna always change but i wouldn't say that they are just not consistent i don't like that um they have an unclear direction i think they would have a clear direction I think one person may have only one direction. This person may have a million. So to tell them that they don't have a clear direction is wrong. They just have a million. And if they are really, 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 really good at being a situational leader, I'm sorry, an adaptive leader, then they'll know which, you know, which path to take based on the situation. But so anyways, um, next we have. Next, we have situational. Okay, so a situational leader, they adapt their leadership based on specific circumstances or a task. I think that's like robot. So their positives would be they are adaptable to various situations, tailored leadership. I would say this is like a clone. Negative complex to implement and they require constant assessment yeah i don't know why it's being situational you should be able to handle very like if i am only good at cooking and i can't do nothing else like you can't be like that like as a human you have to know how to feed yourself you know how to clean yourself how to heal yourself how to communicate with others you know how to, to check your surroundings for dangers you can't just focus on one thing and think you're gonna be okay so if it can't work like that in one aspect, it can't work like that in any aspect, especially a leader. Like you only know how to do one thing and that's it. Like think about Titanic. If all he knew how to do was drive, the moment they saw an iceberg, he was going to freak out. You don't know what to do. You can't be like that. I didn't know how to drive. And, it, and if we encounter a whale or if we encounter sharks or if, you know, we hit something or if there's an iceberg, like I'm going to need, <laughs> I'm going to need this captain to be diverse. Okay. That's just me. Don't you focus on no one thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, let's see. And let me see if they give me a, 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 a success or a famous situational leader would be Colin Powell, which was a former U.S. Secretary of State. Um, let me go over the next one. A participative leader, they encourage their team members to be involved in decision-making, teamwork, teamwork. Some positives are they engage the team, they have diverse ideas, they like buy-in, some negatives would be it's time-consuming, and there's potential for indecision. Now, I don't think that's a negative. Um, I think it's great that you want to give everybody a chance to, you know, voice their opinions and come up with a unanimous solution i think that's great and it's gonna take time so to say that it's time consuming i don't think that's a true negative um 
And I don't think you will be indecisive because you still have to come up with a solution at the end of the day. Um, but I love that they want to include everybody. I think that's like a great leader. Like, what are we going to do? Like, when you think of board members, they have to decide what are we going to do with this company? Like, everybody, one person is just as important as the next. Um, everybody's being heard. Because you know what happens? The moment that stops, your colleague becomes your competition so a lot of people would leave apple and go start their own companies you guys may have seen on tiktok there was a guy that developed the interface for iphone he has his own phone now it could it's like in his shirt he can speak to it it can translate his language it's like 3d he can touch his hand and dial it's like so because your ass <laughs> didn't want to include everybody's opinions on what to do and how to he done left and start his own business and he's going to be a competition because guess what that's a phone that i want to have do you think i want to hold this phone in my hand no you mean to tell me all the sci-fi movies i look like look at and love that technology is here and he decided to bring it to the market okay what's the price and where can i buy it? let's go i've been talking about flying cars and technology like there's no way this is 2023 and we're at this level i hate all the atrocities that happened because of covid but if it took COVID to get y'all ass to do Zooms and Skypes and let these people work from motherfucking home, bring that shit, and it's about to come again, bring that shit right back around. What does next COVID finna do? Because as much bad as it's doing, it's propelling us to use our technologies and our brains. So many people talk about health and elderberry and care about their health at all. But the moment people dying and getting sick, oh, now they're concerned. You mean to tell me you've been unhealthy for years, but it took COVID to get your ass to want to care about your health i don't know that is so insane to me someone else dying encouraged you to take better health health of yourself not dying for your own self that didn't prepare you propel you but the fact that somebody else died it's just i don't know i just feel like these vaccines have made a lot of people autistic and I don't think being autistic is a bad thing, but I think there's different levels of it. And the premise of it is it affects your brain. And there's different parts of the brain and neurons and whatever, whatever, whatever that deal with your decision-making, your memory, your understanding. And all those have been tampered with for sure. For sure. These people stood up and said, get this vaccine because it's going to save your life and more people died with the damn they lied and said you won't get it and then people got it more so or let's say before people were vaccinated they didn't even get it the moment they got vaccinated they got it so was that a magnet to catch the virus did you fall into their trap now people are suing them which is great collect your money but what are y'all gonna do for all the people that died all because what you didn't want to sit down you didn't want to listen to i was following doctors y'all doctors left their career do you know how much money how much debt you have as a doctor the guy that want to mentors me he said his friend was very very successful he has homes in different countries with full staff so that any moment he's calm is there one person's job is to keep the oil and the tires and the gas on his multiple cars and even though he's not there that's that man's job that's money money you hear me and um he said another person was telling him like don't be a doctor like do this and i'm gonna listen to him and see what his mentorship is about because i've never had a mentor in my life he knows some very um, influential people, and that could be good for me personally and where I'm trying to go with my real estate. But he stopped being a doctor, and he took another path and makes more money than he ever would as a doctor. Because if he would have continued to be a doctor, he would have had so much debt and was able, and once he paid it off, like the life expectancy he would only have seven years to really like enjoy his time and money and he was like no all of this for seven years because they do rack up a lot of student loan debt and 
look at him now he has multiple like who can say they have multiple planes and houses with full staff you know wait, waiting for you to say hmm, I think I want to visit New York or California or Miami you just got full staff waiting there like that's money money y'all so I'm going to need the Lord to help me deal with those type of customers because they be the ones like can you show me this house can you schedule it you don't know what I had to do today how inconvenient but um I, I do he wanted me to read the book and I did so I need to call him back and see like where do we pick up now but I want to make sure we're compatible compatible because just like these different leadership styles baby if we're not a match I need to find another mentor so that's where I'm at in my life now and this goes with relationships too like if you can't if you don't know me or you can't respect me like what are we doing what are we doing because I wouldn't do that to you how dare you do that to me like make it make sense but um, I don't like that. It's an exchange for me. Like if I would do it to you and you did it to me, like okay. But if I would never do that to you and you do it to me, it's like the audacity. And then when people are supposed to know me and they don't, it's like oh hell no, you don't even know me. Are you a clone? Nah, I'm side eyeing you. Okay, let me see. So that was adaptive. And an example of an adaptive leader is Elon Musk, who owns Tesla and SpaceX. And I heard, um, I heard someone say of him that one of his departments wasn't doing so well, so he took it upon himself to lead that department to success. And that stopped some other things that he was trying to do. But see how he was willing to adapt to that situation? I need this department to be successful. And since I can't find somebody to do it, let me do it. He had to put a couple of things on hold just to excel in that goal that was adaptive. I was like, okay, Elon. I think people paint him out to be what he's not. I don't think anyone's perfect. But if you, but what you are doing says a lot more about you than what people say about you, if that makes sense. So if people say whatever they want to say about me, but I'm over here donating. Oh, if you get a chance, because I do do this. Shaka Bars reminds me of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Like a, a lot of um, good spiritual leaders that I look up to. And I'm about to start a library and get all their little documentaries and biographies and stuff. But this man went to Africa. Um, to make our cell phones, they use something. I need to go. I haven't really gone down that rabbit hole yet, but there's some precious metal that they that these kids are dying to mine for our cell phones right and they were in war he stood on top of the hill that they were in war on he said you could see the bones of people that died you could see the bullet big bullets about the size of your hand like what kind of bullet is that like you're gonna die from that um i don't care if you had the best doctors in the world like you're gonna lose so much blood before they can get you to the hospital try to fix it or whatever but and a lot of people were staying intense now Florida is hot, but I know Africa is hot, hot. And he took it upon himself to adopt like 22 children. And he had to buy staff to like cook and clean and teach them. And he actually built homes. He has pictures of kids laying on beds for the first time in their life. He has babies all the way up to grade school. And they're just the most beautiful kids. And I used to give to World Vision. And somebody told me, like, how do you really know what they're doing with this money? Like, they could be taking pictures of poor kids and keeping your money. Which we know a lot of people are corrupt. So I stopped. And I give to him now. And I was like, thank you, God. Because my heart always goes to the kids, which are the future. And now I'm able to give to someone that I trust that's going to do the right thing with the money. That has already shown us what they're doing with the money. And guess what? Them kids can be the next astronauts scientists doctors nurses world leaders spiritual advisors and i am planting seeds into them to be able to do that so i'm gonna keep to i'm gonna try I've, I've donated it twice already i'm gonna try to make it a weekly thing you know and just try to like keep doing that and get more and more and more the more successful that i am but he put his life on par and then someone had made a comment like why don't you start a family have kids and he was in tears like Who's not to say that these aren't my kids? You know what I mean? Like, God blessed me with 23 kids, you know? 
and I'm putting my life on the line for them. Like they're in war. Like there's, he said, you hear the gunshots in the background, you hear the missiles in the background. He really put his life on the line for those kids. And to me, like I always put on the people post, like leadership one-on-one, like who can say they do that? Like that's some Jesus type stuff. Like Malcolm X, you literally knew they was targeting you and you still continue to do speeches knowing that it was gonna assassinate you. To put your life, the Bible says to put one's life on the line is a true friend. Some people husbands can't even make that statement, but y'all in love, okay. <laughs> that's the first thing I be saying. Would you kill or be killed for me? Because that's what only a friend would do. But you claim you love me more than a friend. That should be like a friend is stuff. One, marriage and relationship and wedding and all that stuff. That should be level two. You can't even complete a level one task. But we at level two. Oh, okay. So to lay down your lives. Like when a mother has a baby, the doctors ask her, who who we going to take care of? Who we going to save? You or this child? And the mother always say, save the child. Like she lived her life. This baby just got here. Save the child. That mother is a friend more than a friend, but you know, she completed task one of love being a being a true friend to lay down your life. So I used to like throw that word around, but nah, baby, friend has heavy weight. Friend has more weight than marriage because you have could have been friends with someone like if your parents or best friends and so they were pregnant together so y'all could literally grow up together and y'all could still marry other people but that bond y'all have is stronger just because you sleeping with somebody and you're intimate i don't think that makes it a strong relationship to to me not being intimate with someone and loving them through thick and thin and risking your life and all that other stuff knowing that you didn't do what so many people do just to get that that's stronger to me but nobody seems to get it you mean to tell me I'm gaining nothing from this outside of the fact that I just love and care for you? And because this person gets to do X, Y, Z to be able to sleep with you, because let's, let's be honest, once you're married, anytime this person wants it, you give it up. So that's what we call in-house, whatever. And of course, the kids and the family and all that come along, but the guys and girls your basic you know animalistic need is being fulfilled so of course you're gonna do all this other stuff to keep that going but a friend is literally checking in on you every now and then you know giving you advice encouraging you willing to risk their life like you know what i mean just those things without that cherry on the top like i don't know what I'm trying to say is people be holding these other relationships to a high standard and I don't see it that way. I really don't. Because that's an exchange. <laughs> Definitely exchange whatever you're going through for a ring, lifetime, kids, and bedtime. You know what I mean? Sexy time in the bed. And for some people, I'd be like, and you doing all of that for what? Okay. Good luck with that. Um, Let's see. And I hate that some people just get rid of their friendships and people who really, really cared about them for the sake of this person that can leave at any time. It's just so sad. I see it all the time. Like you forsake all these people that was down for you to keep that one person that don't even mean you no good. It's so sad. And I don't say nothing no more. Um, the book Kabbalion that I was reading, it was saying, um, do not like the Bible, which that's why I think the Bible is stolen. Because I hear all these same stuff from other things that were written, written way before the Bible. So the Bible to me is like if I go and take all famous quotes and stuff. Oh, the book of Jamisha. Oh, this great book from God. Bitch, you plagiarize everybody's shit. <laughs> I like you this great whatever. I just, I'm just so thankful. Knowledge and wisdom, that was my prayer and I got it. And on this side of the fence. If you're not on this side of the fence, I know now that I, a lot of people just not going to get me and I'm not going to get them because we don't think the same. I've just come to peace. My God, I have just come to peace with that. But if you were, were to pray anything, please pray the prayer of Solomon. God, give me knowledge and wisdom. I'm going to name my child Noiz. Knowledge and wisdom. Please give me knowledge and wisdom because that will help you conquer anything knowledge and wisdom the kapalian talks about the skies 
astrology it talks about the body anatomy it talks about energy and the mind like you have to master those three and to me knowledge and wisdom in those three unfucking touchable you mean tell me i know how to control i know the powers that my mind sometimes when these tornadoes and hurricanes and storms and fires i honestly believe in my hearts of hearts we have power to do that but instead of researching that and focusing on that and practicing that we're doing everything else but these fires aren't happening because of nothing do you know um a pfizer facility was blown up i think some people sat down and meditated on that and it happened i think that's just how powerful our mind is which is why when great people like malcolm x and martin luther king get us on one accord they assassinate us because it's one thing to have a speech it's another thing to tell us to do xyz at a certain time that's power i need y'all to think and meditate on this at this time everybody doing that in one accord it's gonna happen and so that's why they try to keep us divided and stuff because that one mind but they do it they had y'all all with that one mind to get that shot didn't they see same playbook different side the wrong side is using it but anyways um let me see what your next one is participative a participative leader they encourage their team members to be involved in decision making they set a clear vision to direct the team with a strong focus on the goals oh no is that the right one no oh i don't went back hold on so situational adaptive situational adaptive leaders based on specific circumstances okay i think i did that one already situational Oh, yeah, I did. I want Colin Powell, former U.S. Secretary. Okay, so now we're going to do participative. Participative. So a participative leader, they encourage their team members to be involved in the decision-making. I love that. Some positives would be they engage the team. There's diverse ideas they can buy in. Some negatives would be time-consuming potential for indecision. Uh, a good example of a participative leader would be Warren Buffett of Berkshire Hathaway. And I didn't know that. Look at that. Learned something new. Um, authoritative leader. Setting a clear vision and direction for the team with a strong focus on goals. They have a clear vision. Some positives would be they have a clear vision and they are goal-focused. But some negatives would be they may seem controlling, which limits inputs. Just keep me away from those. Um, authoritarian would be Winston Churchill, which was the former prime minister of the UK. A visionary leader. They are great at articulating articulating a compelling and an inspiring vision for the future i love that so this is a visionary leader some positives would be they inspire a shared vision they are forward thinking that some positive some negatives would be they may lack practicality and they are detached from reality so i usually hear that a lot but i don't think you lack practicality or you're detached from reality just because it isn't here yet so we've been dreaming of flying cars for a long time and i think they've had them just not on the i think when it comes to technology the powers that be get them and then they allow the military to use them in war tactics and stuff and then finally it trickles down to the consumer level so have there already been flying cars yes just go on youtube and type in flying cars they've had like motors on like something that you stand on and people were flying like that that could be a, a freaking flying car 
But um, to say that it's not reality, it is. It may not be a mass-produced reality, but it exists, you know? I don't know. I just feel a way about that. Um, to see into the future doesn't mean it's not real. It's just you have to wait for everybody to get on board and that's when it comes into this reality so when you visualize it it's like third eye it's like mental it's like you know in the ethers where everybody decide okay we can do this and pull it down it's reality but it was already reality if you know what i mean um so let's see a visionary will be walt disney of disney world he saw that those theme parts was going to be everywhere before anybody jumped on board. I just imagine of the people that, that had stock in Disney World and the people that held onto it, what, what they are worth today. Same thing with Apple. The people that believed in what that company would be, they are set today. So while everybody like, oh no, everybody's not going to have computers in their homes. Oh, no one's going to want this phone. They, have the, they left all the way to the bank all the way to the bank okay let's see so yeah we just have the gift of futuristic thinking so a coaching leader they develop their team members by providing guidance and support um, a coaching leader leader develops employees and foster their growth those are some positives some negatives would be time intensive and it may they may not suit all situations which okay so let's talk about it to be a coach and to be a leader your greatest gift or joy is should be what you do for others but that you are building little proteges it doesn't mean it have to be your little clones or your twins but you're sparking something in your protégés because one day you won't be here and they will step into, you know, different aspects of your place. So, in order to do that, you have to develop them. It's almost like a mother, a parent-child situation. So, yes, um... You do have to put time in them. So a lot of people want to be coaches, but you don't even want to invest the time that it takes. You don't even want to invest the time that it takes to know a person, to know their learning style, to deliver it, you know, to give them opportunities to excel so that you can pat your back on the shoulder like I did that. That was all me. But when they do all that stuff on their own, you want to collect the glory for what? You didn't do anything. Um, make sure if you want to be a coach or a leader, you really want to put the time in. Because it's a time thing. It's a people thing, too. So if you don't like people, it's not going to work. And the next thing they say is it's time invasive and it may not suit all situations. I want to say different coaches and leaders aren't for everybody. Make sure you know what skill works best for you and um, connect with that type of leader. So I think what makes a successful leader is having a compatible protege or student or whatever you want to call it because if you can't get past the compatibility nothing else is going to um, match um let me see so a supportive leader they are creating a nurturing and empathetic environment for their team members Positives would be they build trust and employee well-being. Negatives would be there's potential for exploitation and low accountability. Um, so I love that they build trust in their employees' well-being. Like, they really care. Like, it's stepping out of the business world into the family world. Like, I, like we trust each other. We care about each other. You know, well-being. Like, that's like a form of love. Um... And then they say some negatives would be potential for exploitation. So, again, some people may see that coming and may try to take advantage of that. And then they say low accountability. I don't think it's low accountability. If anything, it would be more. 
Because if I'm supporting you and I'm putting all this time and empathy and energy in you, of course I want you to do um, more. And I'm probably going to be on you more. So I don't, I don't agree with that one. But hey, that's just my opinion. So let's see. Um, directive leaders, they give clear instructions and guidance on tasks and expectations. Some positives are, again, they give clear guidance. They have effective decision-making. Some negatives could be there's limited creativity, which stifles initiative. So, again, the moment they mention limited, low, or no creativity, I am out. Um, some of these are kind of repeating themselves. You're giving direct orders. That's auditorium. All right. Um, let me give an example of that. Oh, my bad. So let me go back to supportive. A good example of a supportive leader is Richard Branson of Virgin Group. And a good example of a directive leader is Vince Lombardi, which was a formal NFL coach. This is probably going to be my favorite leader style. Um, this next style is called parentalistic leaders uh, who take on protective and fatherly roles towards their members. I love that, y'all. Fatherly and motherly. That is so me. Because no one cares about someone more than a parent. Y'all see in the, animal, in the animal world and the human world, a mama will go crazy over her child. A true mama. And a, a true father. And I just don't see no love like that nowhere. Like, people say, you do what you want, but don't touch my money, my mama, my kid, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, these certain things you don't play with. Um, so, let me see. So, positives would be caring approach. You're going to always win me with true care, not fake, but true, real care. And um, loyalty from employees. Like, of course I'm going to be loyal to you. Like, you care about me like a mother would. What you need? I got you. Um, some negatives could be that it feels overbearing, just like uh, real parents get tired of their kids too. So you probably have because you care so much. There's more empathy and emotions into the relationship, so you're gonna feel all those feels, um, and it can stifle independence. So I don't think it should stifle independence. Like I think a true parent will kind of want to push you out the next, grow your wings, and do your own thing. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Let's see. Collaborative leaders, they foster teamwork and cooperation among their team members. Um, some positives would be they encourage teamwork and diverse input. Some negatives would be low decision-making and potential conflict. When in, when in time there's a teamwork, it's going to take time to come to that conclusion. And there could be conflict because there's so many different ideas and da, 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 da but I don't think that should be called a negative it just kind of is what it is um and then a good a famous collaborative leader was Sudar Pachi which is the CEO of Alphabet Inc which is Google y'all remember when I was in school years ago this might have been with my AA I had to do a project on Google maybe I saw all those companies I was like oh my god Google is motherfucking king. They have so many companies. And it was smart. Like, we're not going to name all of these Google. The parent is Alphabet Inc. And we have a million businesses under that. And I have a mind like that, too. Like, Love Me Inc. is my business. And it's going to be an umbrella. And I want all my business babies under there. Um, so, we have inclusive leaders they're ensuring all voices and perspectives are heard and valued heavy on the value okay heavy on the value um some positives are values and diversity and they foster creativity Ching! some negatives would be time consuming and challenging to implement so it's okay for it to take time take time and do it right take all the time you need i don't think it's challenging to implement i don't think we should put the word challenging on there um inclusive 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 did i say the wrong one yeah i don't think we should say that it's challenging because not all challenges are bad challenges could be good um and then let's see a famous inclusive leader is Sheryl Sandberg, uh, which is the chief operating officer of Facebook. 
so what I love about this list so far is they are naming people that are CEOs, owners, well-to-do, wealthy. And baby, what they're trying to tell us in this class, <laughs> if you want to be the best of the best, it starts with you. It starts with your character. It starts with your faith. Like all the stuff that you put in yourself, how is how people will see you, how people will respect you, how people will follow you. And then it spills from you and it oozes onto everything you touch. So now, because this is how you is, this is how you run your business. This is how you how the people that you hire work. Because, you know, it's, it just kind of flows from you. And it's just like ooey gooey. I just love it. Like, you learn this in the Christian world. I can charge, like, uh, the fruits of the spirit. You know, just to be like a good human being. And that really is what it boils down to. Like, I hate that they have to teach us this. But I think I grew up learning the Christian way of looking at it now i'm learning the business way of looking at it they still tying in the christian stuff but because i've lived life i can kind of look back or as i'm living life i can see good and bad examples like hmm, like it's playing out right before my eyes so when you're an adolescent and you hear these things and you're learning these things it's all book when you get to live a little bit you get to experience things like external like oh my god this is what that means this is what i mean this is what i mean this is what i mean so i just feel like i'm on another phase where everything i learn is like living and breathing and i'm seeing it like oh so you're the dictator leader you know what i mean you're the authority oh that's what authoritarian leadership looks like mm -mm. i knew i didn't like it and now i damn sure know i don't like it you know what i mean so it's just so funny like i just love learning there's so many levels to it it's like you can read something you can learn something you can do something you can share something you know what i mean like it just never ends so many levels um so all these are like famous people famous companies um let me go back So an inspirational leader, they're motivating, energizing their team members through vision and passion. I love this. Like, but it but it takes you gotta I think you gotta mix some of these styles. It can't just be one thing. So positive for inspirational, they motivate through inspiration and foster enthusiasm, but it lacks practicality and substance. Now I can live I can live sleep. I'm living sleep and breathing this right now. You can encourage me all day. Oh my god, oh my god, yes, 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 you can do it. Right, 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 right. Ain't show me a damn thing. Please, you know what I mean? Like make it make sense like okay let's live it now you didn't coach me up for what <laughs> where is the where's the practice where's the on job training it's so crazy um so inspiration can only take you so far it can only take you so far um let me see a good inspirational example they gave was oprah winfrey now oprah winfrey is really really she is a great example so she has her own net own network i used to love her um her spiritual sundays where she would bring all these gurus on and they would give you their life lessons and da, 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 which is great don't get me wrong but now you got to take what them gurus done said and swallow it you got to practice it in your life and you got to eat, sleep, and breathe it. Just hearing it in your ears is great. But when you're going to put it in your mouth and swallow it and, like, live it? You know what I mean? Like, it's levels to it. So we learned about the word love. Is that all? You, it just went in your ear? Or are you going to practice being love? What can I do with these people around me that will show love today? Hmm. You know what I mean? It's so interesting. Um, so, yeah, I got to give Oprah her. It says she's a media mogul. Which, the fact that they didn't say own network and they said media mogul. Does she own more than we think that we know about, maybe? That was interesting. Um, let's see. The next one is team oriented they focus on building and maintaining strong team dynamics i love that you i will always go with that um you some positive attributes you could build trust employee well-being some negatives are um potential for exploration and low accountability so again you always just got to be careful it's sharks out there they'll see you coming people will manipulate you if they can just make sure you have your manipulation shades on so you can see it a mile away and just protect yourself um it really is a dog eat dog world here 
I don't know why they say low accountability if you're being truly supportive. So I don't know about that one. See what example they give. Um, a good example they gave. Team oriented. Herb Keller, CEO founder of Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines. Oh, I did the wrong one. I'm sorry. Team oriented. They build strong team dynamics. They're very cooperative and negative. They may prioritize harmony over results. Okay. I was about to say, what? Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think harmony and results are good. Like, didn't we just do the track Olympics and they worked together and they succeeded? So I don't, I think harmony equals good results. Maybe that's just my opinion. So let's see the next one. Consultative leaders, they seek input and opinions from team members before making decisions, which we love. Um, positives are they seek input and form decisions. Negatives could be as time-consuming, potential for indecision, which again, if it takes time, that's a good thing. And you're going to overcome the indecision when you finally conclude, right? Um, so I don't think that's a real like negative, a real, real negative. So a famous consultative leader would be Angela Merkel. She is the former chancellor of Germany. I mean, these are some big titles, y'all big big titles um an empowering leader they are good at delegating authority and responsibility to team leaders i think i'm empowering uh, let's see some positives would be Develop employee skills, which is needed, right? It's like a mother developing her child. Develops employee skills, fosters anonymity. Negatives would be risk of mistakes and requires trust. So again, I don't think that should be a negative. Like everything, that's the problem. Everything should require trust. And mistakes are going to happen as long as you learn from them. It's okay. Um, I think sometimes we call negative negatives are like the wrong thing. Um, let's see. So empowering. Let's see, and a good example of an empowering leader would be Bill Gates of Microsoft. Look at that. Um, next we have ethical. So an ethical leader leads with a strong commitment to morals, principles, and values. I bet it's going to be like a pastor watch. Um, and the fact that you can be a leader without that is almost scary. Like all of these should kind of be combined. Like to say, I'm not going to be an ethical leader. I'm going to be that. Like, uh-uh, you need ethics too. So that's the more I read this list is like, why aren't you focusing on all? Um And that's what my other paper was about in my last class. I was like, why are y'all making us choose? Sometimes I think school is trying to program you. And I'm just like the rebel. Like, no, I'm not going to choose one thing. I think you should have all. And I just go off. <laughs> um, so let me see. Ethical. Ethical. Some positives are they have strong moral compass, trustworthiness, and negatives would be they may be inflexible and uh, difficult choices. So that is a true negative you shouldn't be inflexible you should always be able to sway and move what if a tree said i'm not gonna move trees would be falling left and right but the fact they could sway with the wind that's what helps them keep standing okay um and when they say difficult choices again that's scary if you're making ethical choices no choices should be difficult so what the do they mean by that Again, it's getting scary. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have eight more, y'all. So a famous ethical leader is Nelson Mandela, former president of South Africa. So see how he has two? The only leader so far that they named it has two. Okay. He mixed his democratic leadership 
with his ethical leadership and that's why oh that's why i was doing my paper like that like why are y'all focused on one style of leadership like you need to encompass all these motherfucking styles <laughs> um let me see so the next one oh my god i so love being in school let me see i might end up being a goddamn professor y'all i told my dad i'm never gonna teach but i'm pretty sure i am so crazy so the next one is um democratic participative leader they encourage team participation and decision making um let's So positives are they value team input, shared decisions, some negatives, time-consuming, potential for conflict. So again, I don't think those are true negatives, but we're going to give it to them. Um, some a famous... Let me scroll down. A famous democratic participative leader would be Indri Gandhi, former prime minister of India. Okay, she has two okay she has two too um goal oriented leader they prioritize and emphasize achieving specific specific objectives okay um positives are they focus on resorts and clear objectives negatives they may neglect other aspects because of pressure for results all right famous Goal-oriented leader Jeff Bezos of Amazon. And we all know that was 100% successful. Um, we have a couple more, and I mean a couple, y'all. Um, authentic leader leading with sincerity, honesty, and transparency. It's sad that they're splitting these up, y'all. Like, <laughs> so... So we just gonna assume no other leader is authentic, right? It's crazy. Like I, when I go to school, I look at it side eye because everything that they teach us is like really. Why aren't you teaching us to encompass all of these, and you want us to choose one and embody it? It's just like mm, I don't think you should be teaching that. So, some positive attributes will be build trust, gene relationships, and negatives. They may lack charisma, not suited for all situations. Why would you say being authentic, trustworthy, and all of that is not suited for all situations? You want to why? Because this is a doll business. It's the, the worst industry to be in. It's the worst, not the worst. It's the best industry to be in. Yes, you make a lot of money, but it is not ethical. Which is why they have these Christian schools to send ethical people out into the world. That is so sad. That's why I commend them. They are a Christian school, but they're trying to put good people in bad places. Uh, they're sending sheep and wool and wool factories. And if we aren't careful, we're gonna be eaten alive. Cause there's so many people. I saw so much corrupt when I was at IRS, and I was like, y'all up here penalizing. The good people and praising the bad people. It was the craziest shit I ever saw in my life. Nobody can take that away from me. I saw that with my own motherfucking eyes every damn day. Um, let me see. One of the trainers said the crooks work here. That's what one of the trainers said. Crooks work here. And I was like, wow. What's some, what's, what type of shit to say? Um, that's sad authentic leaders are not suited for all situations that's messed up so the authentic leader they mentioned is tim cook which is the ceo of apple and maybe that's why he has so much success when you do the right thing success is gonna come now one thing i think they can um enhance is to stop hiring them kids to get that mineral for these cell phones so what they could do is if you're going to do it wrong you got to do right you got to do two three rights to make it better so put an age limit on it because child labor laws are there for a reason the kids should be learning and enjoying their childhood before they become adults so don't be having them mining because you can pay them less than a full-grown adult no and they can fit into small holes and shit and be nine like no pay the real adults to do it 
and put money back into the area that you're mining because Africa should be like the number one business but everybody's like raping them and it's sad why is it that many poor people like it should be gold on the streets they got all of our resources basically come from Africa so we should be paying them instead of robbing them so I think he could be a better to make him more authentic he should be make, making wrong making right everything that we know that they're doing wrong there cobalt they mine for cobalt which is using these cell phones and he could just be leaving such a good impact on the world his name his brand his everything just by doing the right thing and a lot of times people don't do the right thing but be the example so everybody else want to pill pilgrimage for cobalt using those kids be the only company that don't just like me i'm donating to that man because he's giving back to those kids it's such a great cause i don't mind pouring into that that's how you gain followers that's how you gain money and resources because of the beautiful good-hearted thing that you're doing and people always think you just got to go the other route you don't there's good people out here that will sow into that and me being one of them um let's see Did I do this already? I feel like I'm reading the same lines over and over. Um, authentic is leading with sincerity. Okay, I just did that. Strategic is focusing on long-term planning and achieving strategic goals. Strategic positives will be focusing on long-term goals, effective planning. They may overlook short-term issues and lack of adaptability. I don't think they overlook the short-term issues, but they know that the short-term issues are going to be so short-lived that their focus is on the long-term. Okay? Um, and I think they could be adaptive. I think you have to be adaptive if you're focusing on a long-term goal because things change. So what about all of the companies that weren't using the internet? The moment internet came into play, they had to implement that into their long-term goals. You get what I'm saying? So that's adaptability, but maybe they don't see it that way. And always use your own mind. Like, it's okay to learn other things. But if you feel otherwise, like, don't don't be so easy to just, just go by something that you read. Still stand on what you believe, you know? You can have your own opinion, your own thing, and, and leave room for the other one. But sometimes I feel like school can be indoctrinating, like, forcing you to think one way. And I'm, like, such a rebel, like, no, I hear you, but mm -mm, I don't feel that. Uh, relationship so that was that strategic yeah strategic okay so um the example that they gave for a strategic leader was jeff emmett which is the former cbo of je so there's another one okay a couple of these leaders got two the next one is relationship oriented they value relationships trust and collaboration um Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start from the beginning. I didn't scroll all the way up. A relationship-oriented leader, they prioritize and nurture relationships within the team. So some positive values would be they value relationship, trust, and collaboration. Some negatives would be they prioritize harmony over results. And if there is a potential for favoritism, I think you should be, always be careful of that. Because uh, you could lose some people. The example that they gave for a relationship-oriented leader was Richard Branson of Virgin Group. Okay, a couple of these people on here two times. Um, Task-oriented, focusing primarily on completing tasks and achieving objectives. Uh, positive would be efficient task completion, results focused. Negative would be may neglect team morale, potential for burnout. A good example would be, or the leader they gave was Marissa Mayer, which was the former CEO of Yahoo. 
Okay. Um, pace setting leader. They set high performance standards and they lead by example. I don't think you should be able to be in any of these categories without that. So positive is high standards, leads by example. Negative may be, may overwhelm the team and risk of micromanagement. Oh my God, that's going to always be a negative to me. Leave people the F alone. Let them do what they do. Okay? You could put a hundred artists in a room and tell them to draw a flower. They're all going to draw the most beautiful flowers you've ever seen. Or you could say, draw this flower. Why would you tell them to draw this flower and draw it this way? Because you could say draw this flower and they could still, like, I love all of the arts. Although I cannot draw. That's why I love the drawing AI. I cannot sing. I love the AI singing out. God, I can't dance. Ah, it cut off on me. I was saying I love the dancing AI. So AI just mimics what we can originally do with lots and lots of practice. It's kind of like a cheat code. So I do love AI. But what I was getting to is there are some challenges on social media that ask artists to draw specific characters in different ways. Like draw this character in the rug wrap way. Draw this character in the Doug way. Draw this character in the thornberry way etc so it took away their creativity because it was forcing them to draw in a particular way like the simpson way so always like give an objective or a goal but always leave room for creativity the moment you like put them in a box you're stripping away creativity and that's almost like robotic so anything original is going to be creative and anything that is duplicated or copy paste is robotic which is not um how nature should be nature is original is freedom xyz so um which one was i on let me see pace setting okay so yeah stay away from micromanagement the example they gave was steve jobs of apple and the very very last one is an affiliate leader they emphasize harmonizing and interpersonal relationships within the team we love that some positives are they focus on harmony and strong interpersonal relationships some negatives would be they may prioritize harmony over results and lack of assertiveness I don't think you will all, you know, ever neglect results. Just because you choose to put harmony in the forefront doesn't mean that you neglect results. It may mean that you will sacrifice the more time it takes to get to the results because you're emphasizing harmony. So sometimes they put negatives on things that I don't think are automatically negative, but at least they gave us some positive and negatives to think about. And the example that they gave for the affiliate leader was Oprah Winfrey of Media. They call her Media Mogul. So all I know is Oprah own, but the fact that she has a title of me media mogul oprah may own more than we know so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed the leadership styles i will catch you guys on the next episode where we are going to talk about the cabalion i'm still reading that i usually read a book while i'm at the gym so it may take me a while to finish this and then we're going to piggyback on some more spiritual subjects and then circle back around the leadership. So if this is your first time joining me, hey, love, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, learned something new, um, open up your mind to think about things in a different way. If you are returning, hey, girl, hey, mister, please continue to join me. I thank you so very much for supporting the podcast. This is something that I absolutely love. They say find something that you love, um, find something that can make you money, and find something that can keep you healthy. So this is one of the things that I love. Let me give you guys some podcast stats because you are killing it. So within the past seven days, we have had 37 plays. Whoop, whoop, 37 plays within a week. And let me go to the next stats. Within 30 days, we have had 128 plays, which is amazing. Within 90 days, we have had 889 plays, which is phenomenal. And since February 20 of 2019 to today, which is August 28, 2023, we have had 13,511 plays. So I thank each and every one of you. Again, this is something that I love. They estimate that we have a podcast audience of about 27, 29 on Spotify. 
dropping from all over the world when i mean all over the world it's flags that i don't even know about y'all it's kind of crazy so uh as of today's date there's about 10 podcasts that are my ultimate number ones and coming in at number one is the alchemist with a thousand and nine plays can you guys imagine that podcast has been played a thousand and nine times then we have aniko's king's affirmation number one aniko's king affirmation number three sugar babies seeking arrangement patreon and only fans number four Google it, number five, Message to the Millennials by Bro Rizza Islam, number six, 50 Universal Laws, the 42 Laws of Mayette and the Ten Commandments, number seven, Anikios King Affirmation, number two, number eight, um, The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Fishberg, number nine, and One Time for the Birthday Chick Dreams and Planner, number 10. So check out those podcasts. They're pretty interesting, and we're going to keep doing this thing to the wheels fall. I hope you guys have an amazing day and talk to you later. Bye. Namaste, love stay, and always vibe high, babe. Thanks a million for listening. I hope you have a better than great day. I love you. Talk to you later. Bye.